Good morning, and you are very welcome back to Breakfast and Furious. It has been a while. Uh, yes, that's right. After producing three fantastic and very well-received episodes of Breakfast and Furious, we disappeared from the airwaves for several months. Um, you know, I wish I could explain why, but uh, in the words of Jeff Goldblum, life got in the way. Uh, until we realized that F9 The Fast Saga was coming out in like uh, in two weeks. And so I decided I was going to try to finish the entire series in time for F9. If you're listening to this and you read the papers, I'm sure you realize F9 has come out. We've missed the deadline, but we've got so many exciting episodes done in that mad rush, and I'm very excited for you to hear them all. This first one is actually one that we recorded several months ago, back when F9 was... Uh, was uh, less than a thought, something that we we couldn't even conceive of as ever coming out uh, back in the in the mystery days, and because of that, we thought we would fill in the weeks, the the many weeks between now and F nine by not just recording Fast and Furious episodes, but by recording episodes about other movies, uh, just anything that we could link to either cars or breakfast in some way and what is easier to link to cars than pixar's cars so it's myself it's my part-time co-host julie duffy and it's uh one of the funniest people i know one of my best friends in the world robbie doyle very excited to have him on and to talk about the philosophy of cars and to hear him sing an incredible song uh, look out for that so over the next week, we will be releasing a new episode of Breakfast and Furious every day in the lead up to F9. And we're going to try to do something special for F9, the Fast Saga. So without further ado, here is Cars with Robbie Doyle. between the main car and the girl car. Robs, if you wouldn't mind, uh, just get yourself warmed up giving us your rev. Oh, yeah. Starting I saw rev. you made Owen do this. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't make Owen I, do anything. I wouldn't want to do I really <laughs> hope that it wouldn't happen to me. Um, <laughs> I, I see we're not proceeding until I do it. So <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just going to do a big rev. That was a good rev. Thank you. I think that could have uh, tipped over a few tractors, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know exactly what you said. Spoilers. Well, good morning, Julie. Good morning, Jimmy. And good morning, special guest, most honored guest, Robbie Doyle. That's right. Ka-chow. Ka-chow. One of Dublin's leading entertainers. 
a founding member of Club Valentine, a writer, a comedian. Don't call him an actor. He prefers entertainer, correct? Uh, well, I, I don't act, so. Um, he just entertains. <laughs> only I entertain. You also, just become character. You know, Robbie, I, I don't know if I say this to you enough, but um, you are probably the best cook I know. I never say that to your face, but you're the how, best cook I know. Jimmy, how are you? How are you spelling that word? <laughs> Sorry, that's a C double O K cook. Okay, I thought. Oh, I, I thought you. I thought you knew about what was going on with my wife. Um, that's very. That's very kind of you to say. I really like to cook. Um, you, you've sent me some audio. You, it sounds like you cooked a delightful breakfast this morning. I did. I cooked one of my favorite, if not, I think it might be my favorite breakfast uh, to make. It's there's a lot of steps in it, but for a special mm -hmm. occasion, it's uh, it's a nice one to it's a nice one to roll out. Yeah, it's it's got everything. It's got eggs. It's got tomatoes, and it's got garlic. I love garlic. Ooh. Yeah, love and it. as as you'll hear in the audio, I uh, I put in an extra clove. <laughs> <laughs> I like it nice and uh, nice and garlicky. <laughs> Now, is this a breakfast bread kind of situation or a breakfast potato situation? There is there's bread involved. As I again, you'll hear. I don't know why I'm. You're asking me about a thing I've pre-recorded <laughs> that you will play. Um, so as I say in it, you don't have to have it with bread, but I did. I'm just yeah. eager to know. You don't it's have big. to like bread to have breakfast at Robbie's house, but it no. helps. <laughs> you're not going to get much else. Um, <laughs> No, I enjoy all the breakfast. I think the egg is a very versatile breakfast food. You can do so Absolutely. much with it. In this case, the eggs are kind of poached in a tomato sauce. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Did you spend a long time working on your breakfast this morning, Julie? I spent the uh, recommended amount of time on the back of the packet. I <laughs> hoped that this would not come up. I did... I have conceded did have a pot noodle this morning for breakfast. Um, it was from a very special pack in our house um, that uh, my good friend Ferdy Emmett bought at the head of the lockdown. He decided not to go with the whole panic buy of the toilet roll and instead bought a wholesaler's amount of pot noodles. Um, and I believe that was going to be his, his apocalypse food. He didn't go that's, for beans like everyone else. That's clever, though, because the noodles will last because they're, yeah. they're dried. They're never going to go mm -hmm. out. No. And also, this was at the height of, remember those videos where people would have, say, problems with tables or chairs uh, or even just sidewalks, and they would put ramen in there and then sand them down and paint over it? Yes. I can't say I do remember these videos, but... Shivi, <laughs> oh. <laughs> where have you been? These are huge. <laughs> Everyone was sanding ramen into furniture <laughs> and objects. It was such a big time. Very relaxing. A lot of uses oh, for your of relaxing. Ramen. This week, obviously, we're talking about the one and only film Cars. Um, mm. Pixar classic Cars. Yeah. Robbie, in your ASMR tone, do you want to give us a, a small rundown of what Cars is and what, what we've been through? Um, I, I'll try. My, I can try my best. Um, hang on. I'll take this thing off. The, uh... Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Um, Disney's Cars was released in 2006 and it follows the rise to, uh, well, not really the rise to fame, actually, of Lightning McQueen. He starts off famous and then he disappears for a while. No one knows where he's gone, but we know where he is. 
he's in a small hick town in somewhere in California called Radiator Springs, and he makes a lot of friends there. Um, then he goes back to uh, to the racing life, but he's learned that it's uh, he's learned it's not all about winning. That sometimes it's just about making friends and doing your best. Uh, is that is that a brief enough? So. I think that so. I think that yeah, that was really nice. I'm getting the, the spine tingles. Um, I, there's Tingle some bass in my. Too, huh? Oh, stop One. it! Oh. Um, <laughs> But uh, I, I love, I think Cars is a great film. Um, I, I had a great time watching it again. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I think on the, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, it's about, it's about teamwork. It's about, he thinks he has to work alone, but in the end he realizes that he needs the team around it. But I think that that's, I think I was wrong on my, I was thinking more about it. And I think it's not just about teamwork. It's about the fact that, uh, as I think they say in the in the film, it, it's it's more about winning, not being the ultimate pursuit in uh, c- competitive sports. That it's about having mm. fun. It's about it yeah. is about the team. Uh, but I think what Lightning ultimately learns is that it's not important to win. Because spoiler alert, he don't. He does. It, it, Rocky style, Lightning Whoa. McQueen does not win the big race at the end. But yes, we are getting. Well, we're not really getting ahead of ourselves. We can jump right in and talk about the end of Cars right now. Spo- spoilers for podcast. Cars. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, car, yeah, we decided, you know, every now and then we're going to take a break from Fast and Furious because yeah. we, we deserve it. And I'll be honest, I was not looking forward to watching Pixar's Cars. I've never why did you why? why did you ask me to watch Cars and do this show if you there, didn't there want to do it? Actually, a very a good reason. reason. It's because uh, Robbie, as well as being an entertainer and a cook, a cook, a cook, a chef, a chef, you might say. Not neither uh, in a professional capacity. <laughs> Robbie also has a great interest in the philosophical, and Julie thought it'd be mm. very interesting to talk about the philosophy of a world where everyone is a vehicle and how that might differ from our own. And so we wanted to have you on to talk about that. Um, okay. But as it's it not going to make a huge difference. <laughs> 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 like there's there's still all people with dreams mm. and goals, and there's some good and there's some like. I guess a world devoid of humans is interesting to think about. From like you might want to look at it from a pollution standpoint, but when everyone's a car, you don't have that. Like there's probably more pollution, honestly. Um. Well, I need to jump in here. We've immediately talked about pollution. We're going a hundred miles an hour at Fast and Furious. Like a car. (laughs) From cars. Thank you. But I need to know, um, are we all familiar here with the Pixar theory? Oh, that it all takes place in the same universe. Yes. And the, what is Cars post-apocalypse? Is that? I think Cars is the evolution of Wally. I think is it the Wally robots turn into cars, or am I completely wrong? Essentially, no, I, th- I tried to have a recap. Oh, Robbie, please. Oh, so I was just I I think the Cars actually happens before that, but I could be wrong. I think it's the the humans leave in Wally, and then the cars the cars kind of take over, and there's and a few the the ones the sentient machine, and then life returns to earth with through a bug's life i think and eventually grows into monsters inc 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. And the Robbie. doors in Monsters Inc. are doors to the past, not doors mm-hmm. to another dimension. And of that... course, who ties it all together? It's Boo, Boo. who Boo. is the witch from Brave. Yes. A film I don't think people have really seen. I certainly haven't seen it. I have I not seen it. I liked it. Brave. Brave, yeah, I liked it. Brave, brave of you to admit that. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. <laughs> no, it, it looks, it looks, I just never, uh, is, is Brave a Pixar or is that a... It's a yeah, Pixar, it's, it's fully a Pixar. Okay. He's in the universe. It gets confused because Merida is now in the canon of Disney princesses. So people sure. think it's just a Disney, but no, it's fully a Pixar. The thing about Pixar I've noticed is that even their lower tier films, like I've always thought of Cars and Brave and something like The Good Dinosaur, you know, they're kind of seen as the, uh, the lower tier Pixar films, but I loved all of those films. Um, I'll say it right now. Yes, just spoilers alert. I loved Cars. I thought it was fantastic. I didn't a, want to watch that's it. That's a spoiler. That's, that's a spoiler from my opinion. <laughs> you wanted to wait the whole episode to wonder, did Judy like Pixar's Cars? I think Cars is one of their best ones, I think. Whoa, that's a massive statement. Whoa, do you disagree? It's not that I think Cars is a bad time, but am I am I yearning, gurning for to a rewatch of Cars? No, this was my first watch also. I thought, Me I don't too. know why I thought, what, Jimmy, was it? This was my first watch. I've never seen a Cars before. And was that because it just like wasn't on your radar when it came out or you actively did not want to know? I actively did not want to know. I saw the posters. I saw the trailer. I said, this does not like it. Look, this this does not look like it has the soul of a Toy no. Story or a Bug's Life or a Ratatouille. I want nothing to do with these windshield eyed, smiley yeah. toys. And, and I was wrong. Them. I love them all. Except, <laughs> except Mater. I'm going like to say Mater. right now, I hate Him. Mater. <laughs> That's honestly, um, that's a bit classist of you, I think. I was thinking that, but... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I, I have to say, I wasn't going to reveal this straight away, but I think now that I've let Spoilers! out... Spoilers! How, how much I hate Mater, <laughs> I need to explain myself. I, I liked Cars so much uh, that I really went fucko mode this weekend, and I decided I was going to watch every cars movie including the planes including the 20 short films made about cars 13 of which star mater and let me tell you the more mater content i watched the less i cared for that (laughs) awful mater no i'm sorry can we clarify this that was a vision you had that you were going to watch this event or you actually consumed this amount? Of no, I, I did it. I did it. Um, I don't know if you remember when we were planning this in the group chat, I yeah. joked about what, because we, we're recording a bit later than usual. And I joked, oh, that's plenty of time for me to watch the all three movies plus the two planes. You did say that. And then yeah. I, I did it. I, I, I committed myself to it. And you know me, I, I keep my commitments. Jimmy. That's, that, that's a first for you, Jimmy. Whoa! <laughs> so I watched Cars. I actually the first thing I watched, I looked up this Pixar short that came before Cars. In oh, the I was gonna do that, and then I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <I'm still laughs> <hard>. <laughs> so <laughs> I still get points. <laughs> it was one man band. It was a delightful start. It's it's a lovely little nice. film. Uh, then I watched Cars. Absolutely wa- loved it. Then I watched one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 
10, I watched 10 Mater shorts. And by the end of it, I was done with Mater. I had no How time for How long is a Mater short? They're between three and six minutes. Okay. Is okay. this do you do you uh, generally dislike Larry the Cable Guy? Uh, did you have much Larry the Cable Guy experience before you watched the film? Zero. This is my first experience with Larry the Cable Guy, who I believe Mater just is Larry the Cable Guy. Like he has the same catchphrases, the same mannerisms. Oh, I'm eyes. not sure. I've I years ago I saw like a couple of Larry the Cable Guy stand up shows um, on YouTube. I think. Uh, probably because of cars, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember. But yeah, I, he's just—he's like a big guy, and he's—he mm-hmm. talks about life and stuff. Uh, is that offensive? I don't know. I feel well, like I, is I believe—is he a huge Trump guy? I—I <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> I believe he also doesn't talk like that in real life. I believe Larry the Cable Guy is a character played by an actor who does not have that uh, Southern accent, but I could be wrong about that. I oh, need let's to fact check here. myself. Yes. Uh, Daniel Lawrence Whitney, known professionally by his stage name, Larry the Cable Guy, is an American stand-up comedian. Whitney is one of the oldest families in America. If he's part of the Whitneys, that they're like oh. one of the richest families uh, in the country. They invented the cotton gin. Oh my God. Um, the, yeah, Fun yeah. facts. So I don't know if he's a Trump guy. I don't know. Oh, personal life. Let's see. You can cut this out. It might not be. No, no. This is very interesting. Uh, uh, Oh, he resides in Lincoln, Nebraska on a 180 acre farm with his wife, Cara. They have a son, Wyatt, and a daughter, Reagan. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Reagan Whitney frequently seen with a gold N on a chain. The N stands for Nebraska. Does it? Oh. What do That's you think what it, it says here? NASCAR. NASCAR. NASCARs. It doesn't mention his political views here, but he loves racing. It seems he's a, a fan of, of all types of racing. So it makes sense that they got him in. Because uh, a, a lot of the, uh, not a lot, well, first of all, I would yeah. say that this film has an incredible voice cast. Like I was mm. IMDB in it the way through and every time I was shocked. Uh, but the the voice of the king, who's the, the champion before Lightning McQueen, or at the start of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, he's voiced by just a, a very famous NASCAR driver, I believe. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so like for, for fans, because I think the Piston Cup seems to be based on NASCAR. I wasn't oh, quite definitely. sure, yeah. but yeah, because yeah. they talk, they reference the European circuit and the Ferraris. Mm. Uh, Luigi, a great character who's Love voiced Luigi. by Tony Shalhoub. Who plays Monk? <laughs> Voices this Italian caricature of a car <laughs> who loves Ferraris. Um, but I think the wildest um, voice uh, that I, I, I saw in it was that uh, the villain of the piece, Chick Hicks, is voiced by Michael Keaton, one of uh, the best no actors way. working, I think. Yeah. That. Is- Terrible. Awful oh, I, Chick Hicks. I love Chick, Chick Hicks. Hicks. He, was he tries to art. murder the king in the final race. He just fully attempts to murder the king. This is this is from the get-go. This film starts off at such an intensity. And I'm mm. gonna say it just carry it through, but it really <laughs> shocks you from the start in that obviously, you know, the cars are going around the track, they're going real fast, and they're kind of bumping into each other, scaring each other off. But if those are cars 
and their car is their body. Are they just hurting each other? And is everyone watching this like a Coliseum game? I think yeah, so. Yeah, well, I think it's like you know, there's running races at the Olympics. I think they don't, they don't like push each other into flames. Well, I don't think like, I, I'm sure it's not <laughs> entirely incredibly allowed in this either, but it does happen in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. You, you'd imagine. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, uh, yeah, it feels like racing in their world is like a more violent version of mm-hmm. our sort of hundred meter sprints. Mm-hmm. Um, One thing I, I never got over the fact that they were all cars. Like when you're watching a movie <laughs> like this, you kind of like when you're watching a bug's life at a certain point, you're not seeing bugs anymore. You're just seeing the characters. Yeah. Or like when you're watching a movie with talking dogs, eventually it's not a talking dog. It's um, it's Gerald, the Rottweiler, you know. But in this, I just couldn't forget that they were all well, they... cars with faces. And I love that about it. <laughs> yeah, they, it... they talk about it a lot. <laughs> they talk about it a lot. It's such a rich <laughs> world. Like, I don't know if you guys saw Zootopia or Zootropolis or whatever Hate it was it. called here. No, I never saw Hate it. it. But it got a lot of buzz for creating a very vibrant world that would make sense for animals to live in. But I think cars did that years <clears throat> before. Like it makes sense that cars live in this world, that they built this world. The cliffs look like cars. The chemtrails in the skies look like tire tracks. Which yeah. w- when you get to planes, that stops making sense. But it's pretty. Um, it's a cool visual for the first film. Um, you know, I don't know if I can fully back this point because cars still left me with a number of questions as to you know how were they typing things for these newspaper headlines? Uh, how did they get into their seats in this coliseum NASCAR arena? Well, there how is. How did they fit um, into the shops? There is a, I, I got to Cars 2 when I went fucko mode this weekend and they have okay. jokes about how everything is voice activated these days. So I guess they're just all yeah. using speech to text technology in the Cars I, world. Yeah, see, I guess now here, maybe here's some of the philosophy uh, of a me. humanless world. Um, or I, I, this could be more of a scientific thing, but in a world where like technology works the way it does because we have two hands with, five fingers like if that never happened they would invent technology would have gone a completely different way so i think it's perfectly reasonable to think that some form of the printing press was invented at some point that worked uh in a different way in a car way like it plugs into the car and they telepathically do it or uh as as jimmy says in cars too things are voice activated now Mm -hmm. um so uh, yeah i think it's get it yeah i don't think it's unreasonable to assume that a completely different culture uh, an alien society if you will would have invented technology in a very different way to eat it now the fact is humans did invent cars and so for cars to just exist without humans that's a, mm. a, a bit of a how did that happen but mm. maybe that plays into this uh pixar theory that um the cars were, were were there already because they don't really talk about uh procreation there's no, no. real references to that, new cars yeah that was something i was going to ask you about robbie because um I find, and this might be a hot take, and please correct me on this, that a lot of us as humans, our like moral code kind of comes down to, well, obviously possession is nine-tenths of the law and maybe nine-tenths of our moral code as well. But the other two (laughs) big things would maybe be like sex and death. Mm -hmm. 
So yeah. how would they play into this world where I'm not sure sex or death exist? Well, we know that death of some form exists because the founder, I think his name is Stanley, the founder of Radiator Springs is dead and there is a statue of him, mm. but his wife is still alive and she's an extremely old car. So it seems like she has lived her whole life and does yeah. act like an old woman, like the... Uh, degradation or whatever you'd call it of the mind mm. <laughs> that comes with old age like she's forgetful she can't hear as well as yeah. uh, some of the other cars so it seems like aging exists but it might happen over much longer process and I don't think they say how the founder died I, he, like maybe he crashed mm. um, although there's two big crashes in the film there's the crash at the end the king's crash and he's okay uh, and famously uh, the Hudson Hornet ended his career after a, a, a bad oh, crash. Gosh. So it's but so while he's fixed and the Hudson Hornet looks great in the film, mm -hmm. um, he looks like a very cool, slick car. Um, but the crash must have affected him in some way because he could never race as again as well as he as he used to, though he can make the the the, the turn that Lightning McQueen cannot make. But, I, will, um, I will say as well, because that, that's what I was thinking watching Cars 1. Going on to Cars 2, they make it clear from the get-go that the cars can die and are capable of murdering other cars. Yeah, and I mean, Chick Hicks attempts it at the end of the film. Very true. Very and I mean, true. with the presence of car attorneys and car lawyers, there are car crimes and thus probably yeah. car mm. murders. I mean, there's, they, yeah, Lightning McQueen is on trial yeah. in, in the film. Um, so I was just thinking I love the kind of Western vibe of the town and like it's a very classic I think kind of TV Western trope that Doc Hudson does all the jobs <laughs> in the town like he's the doctor he's the judge uh, and he just he seems to be kind of like the mayor like unofficially the mayor of the town like uh, a lot of kind of old Western like rawhide stuff you'd have that guy that's like does all of these jobs in the town. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I love the kind of old West vibe of Radiator Springs as well. On on my on this weekend where I went fucko mode, I did watch the two Planes movies as well, which were huge waste of time. Don't watch them Whoa. except for this one reveal, which is that in the world of cars, many of the cars and planes believe that when they die, they are recycled into tractors, which are the the cows, cows. of the cars wow. world. That's wild. That's very disturbing. I, mean, I guess, yeah, that's you. You, you watching all the films, Jimmy. You've gotten all of the lore of the world. It's kind of like <laughs> yeah. pl planes might not be the most interesting to watch, but like the Silmarillion, you yeah. need to uh, consume <laughs> them to get the, a, a sense of the world that these vehicles inhabit. Um, mm. Full backstory. I'll, I'll say, Cars One, fantastic. Most of the cars' shorts aren't really worth watching. They're mostly just Mater skits. Is that because you hate Mater? It's mostly because I hate Mater. <laughs> Do you Same think reason, I didn't um, like Cars 2 because Mater's the main character. And whoa. He, it's a wow. spy film, which is fun. Michael Caine plays a spy car, which is fun. But oh, that's cool. It's all about Mater, so I didn't love it. Is, li is Lightning into it all? He's in it, but he's very much pushed to the sidelines. Okay. Um, he's racing around the world and Mater no. accidentally becomes a spy through a series of hilarious misunderstandings. And uh, nice. he's trying to stop a villain who's also traveling to all the races that Lightning McQueen is doing and killing cars. Okay. Basically. So they're trying to kill that Lightning? That sounds cool. It sounds cool. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> 
if Ma- if I didn't dislike Mater so much, I probably would have enjoyed it more. But then okay. the two Planes movies did not like. They're not even made by Pixar. They're j- they're Disney yeah. Toon Studios. Yes. And uh, and they were actually they were made to come out straight to DVD, but they just put them in the cinema last mm. minute because they you know sorry Cars has made over ten billion dollars from merchandise and films as well. This is a huge franchise, mm. so um, they're really squeezing the money out of it. But then Cars three, fantastic, really oh. good film. I would recommend don't yeah, even never, watch Cars two, just go straight to Cars three. It's it's basically the Rocky Balboa. Or so in some ways, it's the creed of the Rocky movies. Oh, it's, a, it's a really lovely, lovely film. Um, um, I do have a question just while we're on cars. Um, when we're talking about and then the human analogy, the metaphor is you recall uh, Rusty Bumper. Mm-hmm. We know that Lightning McQueen is sponsored by the uh, medicated yes. Rusty Bumper cream people. Instantly in my mind, I thought, oh, hemorrhoids for cars. But mm. then we see that people just have rust all over them, which as a child, I think that would terrify me. But what do we think this rust is? Like if, if for a human. For a human? Well, I, I, I don't know if you can draw uh, a parallel because that's not a like flesh-eating bacteria, but it doesn't seem that rust is as bad. Maybe it's like a rash for a car. Because, I mean, rust is the erosion of, of metal. Mm-hmm. Um, you need i forget but i remember in science you need like a bunch of oxygen has to be involved and maybe water is like uh i don't know but you need all these factors for rust to occur so i don't know if there's a like one-to-one parallel but like like who like it could be as basic as acne it could be something like a rash or it could be more like the it doesn't seem to affect the like the cars with rust were all like very happy it Mm. they were all having a great time lightning was looking down on them a bit at the start Mm -hmm. because they were other you know they were different to him um but by the end he has learned that you know rusties have been there from the whole time and so he's embrace the rust people with them Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know what the allegory of (laughs) rust is um if it's some kind of disease or if it's just that like you know some people are different than others um it could be as as simple as that so sometimes you just need a cream you know there's a lot of a lot of things you might want a cream for no shame in using a cream nothing wrong with cream This won't exactly answer your question, Julie, but from watching yeah. just the hemorrhoids reminded me of it from watching the planes Please. movies, the planes established that the propellers are like the asses and uh, the planes are always checking out the ladies propellers, if you know what I mean. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And, okay. Also, you know what? I'm actually quite a, uh, disturbed. Also, at the end, we see your best friend and mine. Um, oh, no, his name has left me. The man you hate. Mater? Mater. The whole film is like, I want to get in a helicopter sometime. Hmm. But the helicopters are also sentient. And he is yeah. inside this helicopter as a massive truck. This yeah, is that weird to anyone? But he's like lightning goes inside um, Ra- John Ratzenberger's mm. uh, Mac. Is that his name? The Big Mac. Mac. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's a trailer that's attached to. Yeah. yeah I was more carrying him. As I saw Mater in the helicopter, I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. But I guess, you know, you're these are. They, they are vehicles. But this like is we see a train me. at one point as mm. well. The train has a face and all the boats. Yeah, the train, which must like, it so must be hell for coming? the trains. Yeah, they've got to be on the rails. on a track. <laughs> but why <laughs> isn't Bessie alive? Bessie's the tarmac yeah. machine that that Lightning McQueen drags across the town to build well, that's a new not road a, that's, as part that, of the deal. Bessie doesn't have an engine. 
surely a tarmac machine has an engine to like no, make it the has, tarmac go. I mean, it uh, it would a completely different uh, mechanism, I'd say, because it can't be driven. You know, it might have an engine that runs the the tarmac production, but like you can't. Mm-hmm. Bessie needs to be pulled. That separates cars are thing that it's quite clear in the cars world that a car is alive mm-hmm. because it's car it can drive itself. Mm-hmm. But Bessie needs to be pulled. Bessie can that's true propel itself forward because at the uh, same because like Mac is alive but his trailer isn't alive. Yeah, yeah. Mac oh. pulls the trailer. Lightning pulls Bessie. I don't think it's strange at all that Bessie isn't alive. But because I Bessie like Bessie is a tool. Bessie puts tar on the ground. The cars don't do that. It's like humans. We don't contribute stuff like tar to the earth. We make machines that do that for us. We make our own tar machines. In this world, the cars don't produce uh, a good by themselves. They they have to use various machines to, to do that for them. I think it's, uh, I, I don't see a problem with it. Robbie, you can really feel that you've seen cars twice. <laughs> I mean, once you as a really child and it. once um, this week. You've been thinking, it's unconsciously been stewing and I yeah. feel like, I you just, I just out. don't see the issue with uh, <laughs> Bessie not being alive, quite, quite frankly. Uh, well, at this point, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to hear all about how Robbie made his eggs in purgatory this morning. So we'll be right back after that. Hello, Jimmy and Julie. I'm getting my breakfast ready here. This is my one of my favorite breakfasts. I'm going to make eggs in purgatory, which is eggs in a kind of a spicy tomato sauce. It's like shakshuka, if I'm saying that right, but it's kind of a more Italian version of that. But it's, yeah, yeah, they're not too dissimilar. So I'm cutting up some garlic right now, just a clove, you know? Um, I like a nice bit of garlic in this. It rounds out the flavor. Let's do one more clove, just because I like a lot of uh, a lot of garlicky taste, and it keeps the vampires at bay. So there you go. And we'll just chop this right up. Perfect. So that's the garlic chopped. I'm not going to subject you to the coffee bean grinder. So I did that off. Mike, but I do grind my own beans and we'll get the coffee brewing up a storm here. So I've got some oil heating up now uh, that I'm going to put the garlic into. Not too hot because we don't want the garlic to burn while we get our tomatoes ready. So let's add that garlic in now, shall we? Sizzle, sizzle, sizzle. And let's get the tomatoes going before these uh, garlics burn. So I'm just chopping up the tomatoes here. I'm using little baby tomatoes. You can use big ones. I might use one big one because I don't think I have enough little baby ones. You can also use a tin of tomatoes for this. But sometimes I find that gives a bit too much. I don't like it to go to waste. So it's nice when you got, when you got fresh ones to use them. So chippity chop, yeah, we'll do bunch of little ones in one big one you can kind of you'll be able to see how much you want because we want to make a nice little sauce for our eggs to poach in without it getting too 
too much ski, you know? So I'm just gonna put all these chopped up tomatoes into the pan with the garlic. Gonna add to that some chili flakes. And you can use a fresh chili if you have one. I just kinda like the chili flake. Uh, it's easy to work with. And I'm gonna cover that now uh, for a few little minutes. Um, and I'll come back to it every so often and give them a certain try and crush the tomatoes with a wooden spoon. One of the best kitchen instruments, I find, the wooden spoon. Don't you? You don't need to have bread with this, but, you know, I'm making breakfast, so there's going to be some bread involved. No, I'm saying, guys. So uh, I've got a nice Vienna roll that I'm going to slice up. And we're going to stick that onto toast in just a little bit uh, so that it'll be ready with the eggs. We're keeping the heat pretty medium as well this whole time because we don't want anything to burn. And we want to get all those flavors out of the, of the tomatoes and the garlic so that they can work. Work a little bit of magic together. It's like we're making a magic potion, but the magical effect it's going to have is deliciousness. So... And I think, while we're waiting, we've earned a little cup of coffee. So let's get that going on. It's good. It's good. So it's been about eight to ten minutes-ish with these tomatoes cooking away. You'll kind of know by the looks of them. When they're ready, uh, they're almost ready for the eggs, but first I'm going to give it a bit of a taste. Mm, yeah, so salt and pepper, of course. Um, and then you can see if it's spicy enough for you. Perfect. So, I'm going to turn the heat down a bit. Get the sauce packed together a bit now, because we're going to uh, add the eggs. Just going to drop them, drop them right on top. Maneuver some of the sauce that's on the egg. Sometimes the whites will kind of go everywhere. That's okay. Um, a bit more salt and pepper on top of the eggs. And a bit of basil and oregano. Oregano. However you say it. I'm going to cover them again. And keep them at a nice low heat and just watch. Uh, and we're waiting for, yeah, we want the whites to cook uh, all the way through, but we want the yolks to stay nice and runny. And that'll probably take about three minutes. Um, but just keep an eye on them. Sometimes it'll take more, sometimes it'll take less. And you don't want to be, be biting into a solid yolk at the end of this. Let me tell you. Almost ready to go here. I've got my uh, my toast. I'm gonna put a bit of drizzle a bit of olive oil onto it before serving. Do do do. No butter today, folks. Just the good the good stuff. You can put a bit of salt and pepper on the bread as well if you like. Now it's ready to plate. So then all all that's left is to use a spatula, get the eggs and some of the sauce out of the pan, put one on each of the slices of bread, um, put the remaining tomatoes, the bits of sauce on top, and uh you're ready to go. 
when I said there was no butter before, I was about to say like, oh, so it's totally vegan. And now, um, of course, I remember there's eggs in it, so it's not. But you could do this without eggs. The sauce, it still tastes delicious. Um, you can use the sauce for all. You could use this on pasta, on pizza even, to you make your own pizzas. It's a, it's a delicious tomato sauce uh, with or without eggs. So yeah, all that's left is to dig in, I suppose. is I think my favorite breakfast it's very nice very special um so next time you have a, a special day why not give it a go uh, back to you guys thanks why are they called eggs in purgatory because it's spicy oh that's nice yeah I, I don't get it because purgatory is uh flames Oh. Purgatory's flames? I always thought flames. purgatory was just like a waiting room. You yeah. haven't read the Bible. I haven't friend. read the Bible. You're right <laughs> um, there, Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, I think uh, uh, purgatory is like classically now seen as just nothing at all. Um, mm. Or like where you're just waiting for. But no, in the Bible, you are cleansed by the flames of purgatory and they like burn your sins away so that you can go into, into heaven. So it's like hell, but not as bad. But hell doesn't um, show up for a long time either. So, like, you've got Satan in the Bible, but there's no hell in the Old Testament. No heaven I, either. Could I ask, do you think, um, obviously we're seeing, I just, I, this has just come to me, we're seeing that, um, you know, <coughs> Doc won his races in the 1950s and we're seeing mm -hmm. some dates sometimes. I'm assuming this is obviously 1950 AD. Um, would you <laughs> accept the presence of a car Jesus? Um, I think so. Um, I think there could be a car Jesus out there. I have a question, Robbie. As, are we doing the podcast again? We're back I, in the podcast. I was, I was unclear questions. whether the break was for us or not. I, I, um, I see if, now that it wasn't. If, if you would like to <laughs> take a quick break, get a drink or anything, feel free. But um, we are back. We go hard the whole time. Um, um, okay. In... in, in They've all melded into one, but I think in Planes 1, they go to New York. And notably, the Twin Towers are not in the skyline. Do you think 9-11 happened mm. in the Cars universe and the plane oh itself knew? What it Do was I think 9-11 happened in the Cars universe and that the plane knew? Yeah, I guess if 9-11 happened, one, there's no need for skyscrapers when your vehicles. Um, maybe they had them anyway in planes, like the rest of New York. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. But why would, a, why would a world of vehicles need skyscrapers? Well, they still, we, we've established <clears throat> that there's lawyer cars and there's... Yeah, but I don't cars. think a skyscraper makes sense for a car because the You've cars... heard of a multi-story car park. Yeah, but those Whoa. are not that tall and they're very wide. Mm. You know? Okay, but let's um, assume that they've inherited this earth from the humans that left yeah so maybe they've repurposed the thing i just would be very difficult to get a car up a skyscraper but look maybe they can do it um and i think in the planes cars uh universe uh the plane itself would probably be an al-qaeda operative uh that mm -hmm. crashed into the um sort of kamikaze style crashed itself into the building um if 9-11 did happen in the cars verse i suppose if we are saying <laughs> that they've overtaken this city 
mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the humans built, then it would make sense 9-11 already happened. So it makes sense. But also, well, the, we also the... see Notre Dame in one of the movies <clears throat> and it hasn't burnt down yet. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, they made it before Notre Dame. But also, I think um, potentially a bit unraveling to the Pixar theory, unless they invented their own calendar system. Uh, Doc Hudson's races were in the 50s. And we yeah. know that for a fact mm. um and, and he was uh, it then. doesn't yeah it doesn't seem like he was driven back in those days so maybe it's a new night maybe there was a car jesus that started a new uh like set of years in in the cars verse after they inherited the earth and because i feel like with that pixar theory like pixar are always kind of like oh maybe they're they mm. like they're they're never like no they're all just <laughs> like they they love it they love the the yeah. attention they love the theories <laughs> no because they do, they always don't they? Isn't there always like a little Easter egg for the next Pixar movie yes. in each yes, Pixar movie? Very true. Uh, so I don't know what it would have been in Cars. I don't know what came after Cars in the Pixar timeline. It was Cars One, Cars Two, Cars Three, uh, Monsters Inc. No, Bugs Life. But no, I mean, I mean, in I mean, like the, the order schedules. of release, like. Mm. what movie came out in the world that we live in after Cars came out in oh. the world? Cars 1, Cars 2, Cars 3. You're, once again, <laughs> so I know that Cars 3 came out in 2017. So what? I know that you are incorrect here. Sorry, Cars 2 came out in 2017? Cars it's 3 came out in 2017. Yeah, mm. it's, it's one of those like, let's bring back an old thing. Mm. That seems to be happening all the time in the world right now. When do you think we're due the live action cars film? Which is people driving cars around. No, can't be I'd... people driving the cars. So do you, it would be, cars. Be, do you think it'd be Lion King style, just CGI cars that yeah. looked really realistic? Well, I gotta say yeah. in Cars 3, they really like, the animation has gotten much better. They do look pretty real. Oh, oh excuse me. And if we can take this as a segue into the fast and the fashion of the Cars universe. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, <clears throat> we see that Lightning McQueen gets a big makeover. There's a montage. He gets spray painted. He gets his new wheels that have white on them. Yeah. Where do you boys stand on the glitter paint job he got? I thought it looked cool. I loved it. I was so sad he got rid of it for the big race. I thought it looked class. I think the glitter did him wrong. What do you think, uh, if, if we're talking the car of fashion, what do you yeah. think about, um, oh, what's his name? The car, he's got a new paint job Ramon? every time you see him. Ramon. He's voiced by uh, Cheech from Cheech and Chong. Uh, <laughs> this is an all-star cast. Cheech plays Ramon. Uh, the hippie van Fillmore, that's George Carlin. Um, the, no way. Yeah, the, the comedian. Crazy. Um, is the army guy J.K. Simmons? I thought I no, I I, no, it's no, like him. Army guy. Oh, his name is something Dooley. I think I I, mm. I don't know him all too well, but I think he plays like lots of sergeants and and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc Hudson, of course, is Paul Newman, mm-hmm. uh, legendary. Which actually, actor. of course, because he died soon after Cars, yes. and Doc mm. Hudson also dies off screen in the oh, universe he's sad. not in any of the other movies but we never find out how so we still don't exactly know how cars mm-hmm. die of natural causes at least yeah mm-hmm. flow is jennifer lewis yes mm-hmm. and oh and, and and the the porsche is bonnie hunt um we all watched the wandavision finale this week right we've all seen yes. that at this yes. point yeah um they they talked about was it the ship of theseus 
in, oh, at a, in that yeah in that, that was that was my favorite bit of a disappointing finale i did love when they talked about the ship of the Theseus. Uh, do you think that could apply to to the cars because we see they're capable of changing their parts they can change at least their wheels um probably mm. their doors if mm. they can change their doors i don't see why they can't change their windshields well, I'd, I'd say it's it's probably a lot like we you can lose a leg, get a new leg. You can lose Absolutely, an arm, yeah. get a new arm. Um, so it's it's, generate I, every three. So I'd people say who haven't seen the WandaVision finale, could you explain yeah. the ship of Theseus? Oh, the ship of Theseus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ship of Theseus is that. Um, so uh, some like ancient Greek philosopher is supposed to have um, put forward this uh, question. Um, and it's one of those questions that doesn't have one uh, definite answer. So Theseus is the great uh, Athenian hero. And the philosopher says that the ship of Theseus is, is out there in the Athenian. He's talking to somebody. He says, oh, look there out in the bay. There's the ship of Theseus, right? And the guy's like, yes, of course, there's the ship of Theseus. And uh, he says, you know, Theseus has been on a lot of uh, many great journeys on the ship. And over time, the wood has rotted away um, and they've replaced each board. Um, so every single board of wooden board on the original ship has been replaced. Um, so is that still the ship of Theseus, that ship out there in the in the harbor? And they say, oh, I don't know, like at, at what point of replacing something? And then further on, um, as this uh, thing was talked about more and more, someone introduces, well, what if the wood hadn't rot rotted away completely? What if someone had just taken all of the wood from one ship, replaced it one by one, but then taken all of the other wooden planks and built a new ship? Is that the ship of Theseus or is either one more the ship of Theseus than the other one? Um, and it's, it, the, it, it's a theory that's come up a, a lot. Um, I'd say in the case of cars, it's probably sort of like their brain, their engine is their brain, I'd imagine, that kind of thing. Um, in Only Fools and Horses, mm -hmm. uh, Trigger gets an award uh, for uh, how you using the same mop or the same broom for, for years and years uh, and then casually drops that he's replaced both the handle and the brush several <laughs> times. Um, so it's a, it's a fun... It's a fun thought experiment. Uh, what, which, what do you guys think the ship of Theseus is? <laughs> do you think one ship is more the? Did you like Vision's theory? Um, was it the the ship that held the memories or something? Oh, uh, one of the visions was like they're both the ship. They're neither the ship. And then other vision was like, the rot is the ship. <laughs> the rot is the memories of the journeys, which that was interesting. That um, actually comes up in Cars 2. The spies ooh. offer to uh, fix Mater's dent and rusts, but he asks them not to because every dent on his body is linked to a memory of some fun him and his best friend oh. Lightning McQueen had. So oh. he doesn't want to get rid of them. Like tattoos or something. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I, I do, but well, because I mean, it's sort of the same with, you know, humans, the same way all of our cells are replaced every seven years. Although yeah. I guess in that case, you can't make a new human out of those dead no. cells. Not yet. Um, but I do think, you know, it is our memories that make us <sighs> in some ways. I do believe that we all have a soul that's always linked to our body. I, I don't think about it that much to have like a concrete <laughs> theory on it, but I do have a feeling of that. So I do think all these cars have some soul. sort of soul linked yeah. to them. In philosophy class, once this is a complete derail, but this is—I was talking about this uh, today. Uh, <laughs> that I had to write an essay on whether the mind was separate from the body, and you know that leads to what's a soul and all of that. 
and I found this uh, big biology book that had an account of um, so when a caterpillar turns into a butterfly inside the cocoon the caterpillar liquefies itself completely and reforms but scientists had done experiments with butterflies uh, and moths that proved some of the moths and butterflies could remember things from when they were a caterpillar and in my philosophy Ooh. essay I was like so this proves that because their entire body was liquefied the mind must be something else because uh, it 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 lived on uh, I can't remember how I did in that essay uh, they were probably like but we're talking about people so I just, it was an interesting I was like that's I thought that was pretty cool so like what if you took lightning's engine and mater's engine and swapped them because you could do that in oh, real yeah. life with two cars would that change anything about the two of them I wonder so you think the engine is the mind I can't think of anything else that would be the mind, but like mm -hmm. the engine could equally be like the heart, but like mm -hmm. the engine controls mm -hmm. the car. But the cars sleep as well. They sleep in their cozy cones. Mm. Uh, so it seems like these cars need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, they also have tongues, which is gross. Like lightning, the start of the film is a three-way tie between lightning, Chick Hicks, and the king. And lightning sticks his tongue out to cross the finish line. And if you look at it for too long, it just looks wrong that lightning <laughs> has this huge tongue coming out of him. Do they eat anything? They eat they, petrol, they, right? Yeah, they need petrol. So I guess petrol is like food for them. Mm. And Fillmore, the uh, the hippie van, has lots of custom blends mm -hmm. of uh, petrol. <laughs> and the, the mm -hmm. Sarge next door doesn't seem too happy about uh, old Fillmore and his, uh, his custom oil. <laughs> But Lightning uses it in the final race. I just, I hope they didn't I test wonder. him for dope. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope there was, I hope there was no testing process at the big race after Lightning <laughs> took some of that engine oil. I will say, speaking of the tongues, this the cars had a lot more sight gags than I was expecting. For a Pixar movie, it has a lot of like physical comedy. And mm. some of the funniest bits are just the cars making funny faces yeah. really made me laugh. Like when Mac is almost falling asleep on the road, the truck, and he's trying mm. to wake himself up. Uh, Mater is a good one for doing a mm. funny face every now and then. And it just really made me laugh anytime a car did a funny face. I just remembered all those hot rods that try to, once again, they tried to murder Mac on the road yeah. when he's falling asleep. They were funny. That really reminded me of the Fast and the Furious Cinematic one. Parallel. That's yeah. what I was, when I saw the them come in, I was like, oh, I wonder, is this a little reference to the Fast and the Furious? It had to be. We know they're, they're definitely aware of the Fast and Furious because there is a short called Tokyo Mater, which is a direct parody of Tokyo Drift. Um, it's got a lot of parallels. So we know they're aware of the franchise. Ergo, you know they I may like? be aware of this podcast, so oh? they could oh. be listening right now. Do you know what, do what I like about Mater? Uh, when Mater introduces himself, he says, my name is Mater, you know, like Toe Mater, but without the toe, but written on his side is Toe Mater because he's a tow <laughs> truck. So I thought that, and they don't say, they never say it again. You, you just have to read it. I, I like, like that as a little gag. There's no reason his name would be 
tomato. <laughs> yeah, like the car is it's that's the only reference I think to a vegetable or what so true, yeah. Fruit, probably, isn't it? Um is but fruit. yeah, that's uh to human food anyway. Uh but yeah, it's just funny that he's like like Tomator, but his name is Tomator. Jimmy, can I say obviously mm-hmm. Fast and Furious 2 was a, a big movie for you. You were so inspired you even penned a song to it. I um, did do that. And I did hear that Robbie Carr's had a similar effect on you. I heard this rumor too. I did write, yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I I do have a song about Cars, the movie. Would, so, you, sing it? <laughs> Would you want to share it? Um, I guess, yeah, I guess I could. Um, That'd be amazing. Here is my song about <laughs> Cars. It's half past nine on a Thursday And I'm sitting down to watch Cars It's a 2006 Disney Pixar joint And the cast is just studded with stars We begin in the midst of the action With a race in the very first scene There's the king and chick hicks up to his nasty tricks But we're here for Lightning McQueen La la, this is Cars La la, watching Cars tonight Win us a race, you're the car from Cars Win us a piston cup And you're gonna get stuck with a three-way tie But lightning, you'll never give up Now my father has entered the sitting room And with him an air of good cheer And he hopes that he's not interrupting me But he asks if I might like a beer I say, Dad, I believe I am watching cars As the smile fades away from his face And I'd love to know what happens lightning next If you could just give me some space La la la, watching cars La la, Pixar's cars Da-da Now Doc Hudson is sort of a grumpy guts He doesn't like race cars or zoomin' But we know that he must have been one of them once Because he is voiced by Paul Newman (laughs) 
and John Lasseter is directing the movie to put on the big silver screen. And he will lose his job for misconduct, but not till 2017. He used to brag that he once hugged over 40 people a day. Kept his job for a long time. Fix us a road, you're the car from cars. Clean up this sleepy old town. Now you're learning that winning ain't everything. And you've got the best friends around. It's a pretty good film by the end of it And lightning goes back for the race But when Chick tries to murder the king in cold blood Lightning pushes him to second place And he's turning down Dynaco sponsorship Cause the folks from Rusty's have been good so he says, see you later, but he gets his pal Mater the chopper ride that he said he would. La la la, that was Cars. I watched Pixar's Cars tonight. Win all our hearts, you're the car from Cars. Go home to your Porsche wife. And the lessons I've learned alongside you tonight Will stay with me for my whole life So that's Robbie. kind of the gist of it. That um, was incredible, Robbie. That was that amazing. Was Thank you for sharing that with oh. us. Oh, um, wow. You said cars so many times. It was hey. so good. Oh, um, wow. Did that really happen with your dad and the beer? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... Uh, I thought it would be. I I thought the line, "Dad, I believe I am watching Cars," was funny. So I, uh, uh, you can you could choose to put that behind the scenes. Uh, look at the song in or not. You know, you can, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you can let them believe, or you can uh, you can fill them in on the industry secrets. I think um, we can use that in the, as an after credits truth. Um, oh, the crazy yeah. credits on IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The cars <laughs> credits are great, actually. They, uh, I love when they they do car versions of all the other Pixar yeah. films. Yeah. Um, and and uh, John Ratzenberger's character is commenting <laughs> on how good he is in all the other films because uh, he's in every Pixar movie. Well, on that high, we will take a quick break. Um, I'm going to tell you all about how uh, this weekend I attempted to create a brand new breakfast cocktail named the Lightning McQueen. Ooh. Whoa! So we'll be right back. Ciao! 
Ka-chow, and welcome to Jimmy's Cocktail Corner, where today I am teaching you how to make the Lightning McQueen, the soon-to-be legendary breakfast cocktail. So the story behind the Lightning McQueen is I wanted to create a breakfast cocktail inspired by the car from Cars himself. Now, the most famous breakfast cocktail of all time is, of course, the Bloody Mary. And as a big coffee fan, I'm also a huge fan of the Espresso Martini, which isn't necessarily a breakfast cocktail, but it's got coffee in it. Coffee equals breakfast for me, so you can have it at breakfast. I won't judge you. I wanted to find a way to combine these two cocktails, because with the Bloody Mary, you got the red of Lightning McQueen, his signature colors, and you got the cachao, the engine fuel of the espresso martini. I attempted it. It didn't work. Who knew? Although they are both vodka-based drinks, just tomato, celery, espresso, and Kahlua just don't go together. So myself and my roommate Ali Horan, aka Ms. Lady DJ, workshopped the idea, and we came up with a cocktail that we are very proud of. So this is the Lightning McQueen. Now, I don't own a cocktail shaker myself, but so I'm using uh, my roommate's protein shaker, which works just as well. The secret to the Lightning McQueen, straight off the bat, this is the, the last thing we figured out, but it's the most important step. It is, uh, it's made on ice, but you don't want to use ice cubes. What you want to use instead is frozen raspberries. It adds such kachow. So pop your frozen raspberries into the uh, protein shaker or cocktail shaker if you do have a cocktail shaker. So fill that up there. Can't have too many. Now, uh, like the espresso martini and Bloody Mary, it's a vodka-based drink. So um, we find for flavor, Two shots of vodka is best, but you know what? There are three Cars movies, so we're going to put in three shots of vodka today. Then, for Lightning McQueen's engine fuel, we've got here the uh, Innocent Smoothie Berry Set Go. So it's got all the red berries and a bunch of extra, you know, vitamins and fucking guava or something. I don't know. So you want to add... Two parts of Berry Set Go. Then for Lightning McQueen's paint job, you want to add two more parts of a... Sorry, three parts of TK Red Lemonade. Any red lemonade you can get your hands on, really, but I don't know who makes red lemonade apart from TK anymore. Then um, for a little bit of lightning, a little bit of kachow, you gotta, you gotta just squeeze a few squeezes of lemon juice. That really makes a huge difference, believe me. And then, oh, time to shake it up. Then once that is nice and shaken up, pour into a nice tall glass. You're gonna get some of the raspberries in the cocktail itself. They are a lovely treat. And, uh, of course, we're not going to garnish with celery, but uh, it's optional. You can gar garnish with a fizzy multicolor lace, which just adds another bit of extra cachao. That is 
the Lightning McQueen. Cheers. Well, Jimmy, that sounded uh, absolutely delicious. Kachow. Kachow. Hmm? Sorry, <laughs> Jimmy, we were kachowing. Did you say something? What did you oh, say? No, 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 it's fine. Kachow. Give us a kachow. <laughs> give us a kachow, Jimmy. Come on, Jimmy, give us a kachow. I, I, I don't know, but kachow. Oh, kachow. 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 Did you guys prefer the kachow or Chick Hicks's? Kuchika. Kuchika. <laughs> Kachow. I was all about the kachow, I gotta say. <laughs> but Robbie, what about so- gonna be a kachika vibe? Lightning at the start calls Chick Hicks thunder because yeah. he says that the thunder always comes after the lightning. Mm. But then Chick Hicks owns it. He t- and he makes mm-hmm. it part of his which I think Chick Hicks is a bad dude, but that's a good attitude to have Absolutely, if someone's giving you yeah. hate. Robbie, you kinda of sound like a Chick Hicks apologist right now. Uh I mean it's Michael Keaton, you know, there's only so there's <laughs> I can only hate him so much. Like how I wanted better for Catherine Hahn in WandaVision. Spoilers for WandaVision. But uh, it was. Hey, I... We're not here to talk about <laughs> WandaVision. We're here to talk is, about those two is... sexy twin cars. You guys oh, remember those guys? Twins, Basil. Here's something about those twins. There's a bit where they flash their headlights at, at Car. What's at Lightning McQueen? And it's like at Car. car. <laughs> But it's implied that that's them like flashing their you know what's in the human mm-hmm. world. Boobs. But then boobs. But then before that, there's a scene. Uh, I, I do know what. Um. <laughs> <laughs> there's an establishing shot of the stadium while Lightning McQueen is racing through, and the cars do a Mexican wave. But how they do the Mexican wave is they all flash their headlights one by oh, one. Yeah. Is that the cars all flashing their you know what's one by one in the stadium? The Tutes? Uh, I don't know, because I don't, yeah, I mean, you you were talking before about how the plane's engines seem to be kind of provocative. Mm. Um, but the cars' the, headlights, um, we know out. that, I, I don't know if headlamps, are the same because we know everyone makes fun of lightning because he doesn't have headlamps. Yeah. True. Yeah. He's just got um, those stickers. And then he, he gets lost in the dark and he doesn't know where to go um, because he can't see anything. So I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe when they flash it uh, at lightning, they're just waving at him. They're like, hey. Maybe. Yeah. Because when you're in a car, you flash another driver to like get their attention. If, they, if you're like, oh, wait, don't drive out there. Boop, boop. I like when you get the boop boop to be like, the police are here. <laughs> when someone throws you one of them, you're like, okay, like really like prohibition time cahoots. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. <laughs> I like that to you. Thank you. Now, Twins. I have a question. I know we often, you know, play Fuck Mary Kill on this show. And yes, while I do have a Fuck Mary Kill ready, uh, I would like to go with a Would You Rather? Okay, this right is unprecedented, but we'll allow it. Let's go. I mean, <laughs> you you heard the co-host. You don't need anyone to allow it. Go ahead. I, mean, I, I, I have no authority to allow anything here, so I'm just I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna let it happen and, and see what happens next. Um in the in the words of the creator, this is a direct quote to the man that as per Robbie Song lost his job later on. He said, I've always loved cars. In one vein, I have Disney blood, and in the other, I have motor oil. My question to you today is, would you rather drink Disney blood or motor oil? Disney That's blood. Gross. 
So, but it's not like blood. It's Disney blood. Disney blood. So Disney what does blood. that mean to you? Wait, it's in one arm he is Disney blood. In in one vein. Oh, in one vein. Oh, just one vein. But he and he only has two veins. In this yeah. scenario, he's two veins. Yeah. One has Disney blood and one has motor oil. And what, what's going? What's in his like what's, a healthy man. what's going on in the arteries? You know what's. Mm. <laughs> I, it powered him to make this film. So and why do why do we have to drink it? Why couldn't it just be like injected into our veins? Because if that, oh, in, if that, that was the case, worse. I would want Disney blood because it's it sounds the closest to blood. Because I'm not going to inject myself with motor oil, but nor do I want to drink motor oil. But I don't want to drink anything that has the word blood in it. Well, what about a Bloody Mary? Okay, I would drink a Bloody Mary. You've got me there. Come okay, on. guys, I'm back. I'm back on board. <laughs> Um, I'll drink them both. Ah, I'm so uh, yeah. crazy, guys. Would it be funny if I just drank both of them? <laughs> would like, <laughs> do you dare me to drink them both? Like, do you think? Do you think it'd be cool? Do you think it'd be I, cool I, if I, I neck nominate you to drink both, oh. Robbie? Oh, oh. 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 oh my god. Yeah. Okay, but like, people will think I'm cool if I do it, though, won't they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You guys yeah. had hesitated a bit. It's just it's no, the lag on no. the zoom. It's just the lag. Oh, on the zoom. okay, okay. So I'll just I'll just drink them then. Yeah. Okay, um, Do you okay. have them on you? Yeah. Don't yeah. forget to nominate. Um, okay. Can I uh, can I nominate you guys? Oh fuck! That, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He got us. Yeah. Now okay. we're like Disney blood brothers. So <laughs> we're all drinking Disney blood and motor oil. Yeah, and we're gonna pour them into the same glass and bottoms and up, mix them together. Oh. Kitschig, kitschig. Is that how you shake a cocktail? Oh, no. Oh, my Bobby. God. <laughs> you hit the motor oil too hard. Oh, that was God. delicious. Robbie, you vomited yeah. in a perfect three circles. It looks like Mickey Mouse's head. Wow. Guys, I'm scared. <laughs> That's the Disney blood. You gotta wait an hour, and then it really kicks off. Whoa! I think I think that motor oil might have come from Fillmore's uh, special <laughs> reserve. <laughs> Fillmore is a really funny name for the car that has all the petrol. Oh, I just got it! I just got that. Fillmore, <laughs> and Fillmore. I can't believe it's George Carlin. That's so funny. No one has mentioned Red. Oh, oh, the, the fire, fire truck. truck. Oh, yeah. he's, cool. oh I, he's nice. He's a big softy. I, I can't remember who voices him. I don't think he has a voice, does he? Oh, did he not? Did he just go around with his hose? Yeah. I think he just cries every now and then is the yeah. most noise he makes. He's a sensitive soul. I like him. Oh, guys, we never talked about how uh, lightning has to learn to turn right to go left. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, because really you know, important message. Not yeah, not always about going with the flow. Sometimes exactly. to get where you're going, you gotta go. You gotta go a different way. You gotta that, find your own way. That was a big thing for me because I watched this right after watching Tokyo Drift, and in the middle, I'm playing a lot of Mario Kart these days. So mm-hmm. I'm all about drifting, and there was no drifting in the movie for so long until Doc yeah. showed him how you sometimes you turn right to go left and did a big drift, and it was very mm-hmm. satisfying. I gotta mm-hmm. say. As I think it was once put, um, two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveller long, I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent, 
in the undergrowth, then took the. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, poems oh. are lame. <laughs> no, I like poems. Um, poets yeah. are our main demographic for this podcast. <laughs> oh shit! I thought after last week's episode, it was like dudes and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get a lot of targeted ads these days from the podcast. A lot of body pillows coming through. Really loving it at <laughs> large. Oh, good chow. Um, but uh oh the drifting is so cool though. I love a drift. I gotta say. Uh, I, I don't drift. fully understand why turning right goes left, but it, it was beautiful to watch. <laughs> How do you guys think Lightning McQueen would fare in the Fast and Furious universe? Like if it was Lightning McQueen versus Saving Diesel and Paul Walker. Now, I haven't seen any of that. You you wouldn't let me Whoa. watch any Fast and the Furious movies. You said, Robbie, you're watching cars <laughs> and cars alone. Uh, so I've, I don't know. I don't know said. how you would mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. Would Lightning's good heart win him any... Uh, any it points could. in the Fast and the Furious? So world? you're making a bold assumption here that Paul and Vinny don't have good hearts. Mm. That's what I'm asking. I'm saying in Fast and Furious, does having a good okay. heart help you, or is that shun? Do you have to I be ruthless? I think so because we kind of did establish at one point that mm. um, if you do something homophobic or sexist in a Fast mm. and Furious movie, you will be punished by the world of the movie for doing yeah. it. So yeah. I think good hearts definitely count for okay. something. But I don't know if Lightning McQueen has Nas. Oh yeah, he never uh, he never boosts. Mm. And we don't know if Lightning McQueen is homophobic. That's mm. true. Yeah, he it, does, does he need that. it though? Because Lightning McQueen at one point in the last race is an, an entire lap behind the other two cars, and he catches up, which I imagine is no mean feat to like gain an entire lap on mm. uh, on two other cars. Mm-hmm. But maybe like they were doing because they're doing like a marathon, they mm. weren't doing. Sprints. They're probably they were at, going like, at a relative speed. speed. Yeah. yeah. And I don't fully get how the pit stop works, but it looks like the other two were just kind of chilling while lightning went into the pit stop because they were like, you got to get out before the other car. Yeah, there's a lot of, I I mean, I don't understand the rules of NASCAR and I feel like you kind of have to to fully understand what's going on. Mm. Which Um, is a lot to ask of children. Yeah, you know what? We should we should go and watch the uh, the Kevin James NASCAR show uh, to get oh, a better yeah. understanding of, of of how NASCAR works. I What's like that show covered again? all angles. Uh, oh, the, is it called like the the crew or the pit crew? No, it's really not at all. Pit um, crew, pit crew, pit crew. Did, uh, did you guys think we were going to get through the whole thing without me bringing up Kevin James? <laughs> I mean, we lived in hope. <laughs> it was a, a bold hope guys when are we do it when are we watching paul blart again yeah i um, mean let's talk about that off pod i really want to be associated oh that. sorry i you know what i i'm i was having such a good time i forgot that i wasn't just hanging out with my friends and that's oh, all that's nice um, that's really what these movies are all about like yeah. the whole well mm. we were saying one of the messages is teamwork but the other message yeah. is learning that you know winning isn't everything which i think is is a message that we do, like i think we all forget that a lot um mm-hmm. uh, like when you're playing games and stuff mm-hmm. you like obviously you want to win it's a lot of fun to win but uh, i always find if i take a second i sit back i'm like i'm having fun right now just yeah. playing this game and that's yeah. not going to go away if i don't win it mm, um, and i think that's a nice thing for kids to see that lightning 
stop and he helps the king across the finish line. Like he didn't have to do that. He was he like it was mm. <laughs> that I I I almost cried. Uh, which is I usually full cry at the end of Pixar films, but um, in this instance, there was there was some mild tearage mm-hmm. as lightning pushed the king across the finish mm. line. Yeah, I, I'm a big crier as well, often yeah. in Pixar films, but I just got to say this one, it, it made me punch the air more than it made me cry. It was more mm. triumphant. Film, it is. Which it's I just, enjoyed. yeah. And it's great to celebrate, like it's you're watching a race, but mm-hmm. you're yeah. celebrating not a victory, but just someone doing the right thing. Absolutely. And yeah. then it's great to see that the whole crowd, like no one at the race cares the Chick Hicks won. No. Like people are booing him at the end. They're throwing stuff at him. And like he, they throw the trophy at him. <laughs> and the, like the, even the twins leave him. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the Dinoco guy, he doesn't he doesn't go near Chick Hicks. He comes straight up to Lightning McQueen and he says, Lightning McQueen, we want you to work for, for Dinoco now. And then we see Lightning's growth is truly uh come come around like he's gone the full way because he turns down Dinoco and that's that was his big dream. But now he, he's not just living for himself anymore. He's got a Porsche to look mm-hmm. after. He's got his friends, he's got Mater, uh, he's got old Doc Hudson, that grumpy goose. Uh, I was just gonna <laughs> which, car, which which cars which cars are we fucking? <laughs> well, I, I was after saying Doc. So have you already made up your mind? I mean, you fuck Doc Hudson. There's no question. <laughs> I feel like my coming on here has derailed this show <laughs> quite a bit. I don't know if there was ever on a rail, to I be can, quite honest with you. I can only apologize if I... <laughs> Julie, what was your fuck, marry, kill? So I went with... I feel like with a good fuck, marry, kill, you want to try to even it out. You kind of yeah. understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went with... I have mentioned it before, and I'll do it again. Red, the fire truck, the best person in the village. Mm-hmm. Fillmore, the weed guy. Mm-hmm. Mac, the big Mac. These are all good guys. Yeah, but yeah. the red the fire truck. If he doesn't speak, I wonder if he's like intelligent, like the rest of the mm. like. I don't. Really? Wanna... He seems more like a dog than a person mm. in this. I'm movie. just saying, like, I wouldn't the be comfortable being he intimate like with. Pet. Yeah. No, he does not. So I might, I might he's put him down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send red to the fire. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Lenny style take red out on the hill and talk to him about rabbits <laughs> and plug him and then uh fuck the big mac truck because ooh, big truck man and then you marry mm-hmm. Fillmore and you Absolutely. get some of that good old gasoline i'm 100 percent on the same page as robbie here are you saying you would park that big mac truck right in that little garage uh you said it not me you said it not me <laughs> ka-chow uh, Kachow. <laughs> are you writing uh, this? Are you on the same page as this, Julie? Or you got some different? I feel opinions? like Julie wanted to get with that uh, <laughs> infantile fire truck. <laughs> he's an adult car. He had a job. It's <laughs> not going to hold up in court, Julie. What are you talking about? He had flowers. It's not going to hold up in Doc. A... What's his name? <laughs> in Doc Hudson for Doc Hudson. <laughs> With You're going to get sentenced to old Bessie, I think. <laughs> Bonnie Hunt's going to give a big speech. Is it Bonnie Hunt? I'm going to check. I think it is. Her IMBD profile photo was just Portia. 
So I thought she was a once-off car woman. No, it's I Bonnie really... Hunt. She's Bonnie Hunt. Oh, wait. Am I thinking of... Yeah, her picture is just the car. No, she's Bonnie. She... Uh... <laughs> no. What am I... Am I confusing her with someone else? Am I confusing her with Helen Hunt? Yeah, Rob. But she's in she's in Jumanji. She's in The Green Mile. She's in Rain Man. She's in Jerry Maguire. These are that's all big. Ins- yeah, that's big insane that pictures. her picture is the car. Who's that's crazy? She's Who's in charge Sarah of this? Whittle in Jumanji. Who's I'm pretty that? sure that's the main woman in Jumanji. Is that the, like the, the girl. Or is she the no, child? Not the little, no, the little girl is is someone famous. It's I'm gonna just, um, Kristen, Kristen Dunst. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to just straight Google Bonnie Hunt now. Yeah. Imagine it's all pictures of Sally the Porsche. <laughs> what have we stumbled onto? What if oh there's my no God. Bonnie yeah. Hunt? Yeah, it's, it's Bonnie Hunt. It's this lady. Okay, you can't really see that. All right. She has no face in this <laughs> yeah. photo you're showing us, Robbie. You're showing us a photo of a car, You would absolutely... Hang on, I'm going to do it on this so I can share my screen with you. Perhaps... There is no Bonnie Hunt and this is all a cover up and there is a sentient car in <laughs> the Pixar studios. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bonnie Hunt. Yeah, I know. Oh, Bonnie she's Hunt. the mom from Beethoven. She does great mom. Yeah. And she, yeah, she must be the Jumanji mom. Is she? Oh, no. The Jumanji mom died. She's, she's the, the woman. woman. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, she's the love yeah. interest. She's the Jumanji woman. You know who the Jumanji uh, man? It's not the mom. It's the aunt is Lilith from Frasier. Is the uh, or she's she, yeah. yeah she's my, and she comes back in the uh, bit of a spoiler now for uh, Jumanji. <laughs> what is it? The latest Jumanji, Jumanji two. If you're going by modern Jumanjis three, yeah. if you include the OG as Jumanji and four, one. if you include Zathura. No and one. Four, if you include Zathura. I don't think you should. <laughs> but uh, at the very end of that, Lilith comes into it. Jumanji uh, she's, Lilith. She's a little cameo. She runs a, a restaurant now. Oh no, does the restaurant get smashed up by the Jumanji people? No, I think at the start there might be some worry about they they like they're hanging out in the restaurant for the whole movie before they go into the game and then at the end they're back there and you you meet who owns it and it's Lilith and you're like, "Oh, from Jumanji." Does old Robin Williams show up? Uh, Jimmy, I don't know how to um break this to you, but Robin Williams um killed him. <laughs> Shouldn't oh. laugh at Robin Williams' tragic death, but he's he's very heavily I referenced. Actually, in... I actually forgot. fully forgot Robin Williams was dead until right now. Oh, that's really sad. Do you know that happened to me one morning with George Michael, and it's harder the second time. <laughs> Let me throw this one out. Oh. Um, Michael oh. Jackson, dead. Mm, I can. I don't feel. I don't want to say I can live with that. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. Let me let me give you one of these. Okay. Naming dead people. Um, naming dead people and seeing how we cope with yeah, learning okay. that they're dead. This seems <laughs> in poor taste. This is a um, game. Here's one. You just said you fuck a car. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> um, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robin, no. We're pulling the segment. Absolutely not. Cancel it's great to have you on. Listen, yeah, we, we are coming to the end of our time. Um, we got we gotta wrap this up. Um, hey, it's been fast. It's been furious. It's been the fast fuck. Ciao.
like to know what happens between the main car and the girl car.